A Storm in the Mountains by Charles Harper. Read for LibriVox.org by Phil Schempf. A lonely boy, far venturing from home, out on the half wild herds, faint tracks I roam, mid rock brown mountains, which with stony frown glare into haggard chasms deep adown. A rude and craggy world. The prospect lies bounded in circuit by the bending skies. Now at some clear pool, scooped out by the shocks of rain floods plunging from the upper rocks, whose liquid disk in its undimpled rest glows like a mighty gem, broaching the mountain's breast. I drink and must, or mark the widespread herd, or list the thinking of the dingle bird and now towards some wild hanging shade I stray, to shun the bright oppression of the day. For round each crag, and o'er each bosky swell, the fierce refracted heat flares visible, lambently restless, like the dazzling hem of some else viewless veil held trembling over them. Why congregate the swallows in the air, and northward then in rapid flight repair? with sudden swelling din, remote yet harsh. Why roar the bullfrogs in the tea-tree marsh? Why cease the locusts to throng up in flight and clap their gay wings in the fervent light? Why climb they, bodingly demure, instead the tallest spear-grass to the bending head? Instinctively, along the sultry sky, I turn a listless yet inquiring eye and mark that now with slow gradual pace a solemn trance creams northward o'er its face yon clouds that late were laboring past the sun reached by its sure arrest one after one come to a heavy halt the airs that played about the rugged mountains all are laid while drawing nearer far-off heights appear as in a dream's wild prospect strangely near till into wood resolves their robe of blue and the gray crags rise bluffly on the view such are the signs and tokens that presage a summer hurricane's forthcoming rage at length the south sends out her cloudy heaps and up the glens at noontime dimness creeps the birds late warbling in the hanging green off steep set breaks seek now some safer screen the herd in doubt no longer wanders wide but fast in gathering throngs yon mountainside whose echoes surging to its tramp might seem the muttered troubles of some titan's dream fast the dim legions of the muttering storm throng denser or protruding columns form while splashing forward from their cloudy lair convolving flames like scouting dragons glare low thunders follow laboring up the sky and as forerunning blasts go blaring by at once the forest with a mighty stir bows as in homage to the thunderer hark from the dingo's blood-polluted dens in the gloom-hidden chasms of the glens long fitful howls wail up and in the blast strange hissing whispers seemed to huddle past as if the dread stir had aroused from sleep weird spirits 
cloistered in yon cavey steep on which in the grim past some cane's offence hath haply outraged heaven who rising thence wrapped in the boding vapours laughed again to wanton in the wild willed hurricane see in the storm's front sailing dark and dread a wide-winged eagle like a black flag spread the clouds aloft flash doom short stops his flight he seems to shrivel in the blasting light the air is shattered with a crashing sound and he falls stone-like lifeless to the ground now like a shadow at great nature's heart the turmoil grows now wonder with a start marks where right overhead the storm careers girt with black horrors and wide flaming fears arriving thunders mustering on his path swell more and more the roarings of his wrath as out in widening circles they extend and then at once in utter silence end portentous silence time keeps breathing past yet it continues may this marvel last this wild weird silence in the midst of gloom so manifestly big with coming doom tingles the boding ear and up the glens instinctive dread comes howling from the wild dog's dens terrific vision heaven's great ceiling splits and a vast globe of writhing fire emits which pouring down in one continuous stream spans the black concave like a burning beam a moment then from end to end it shakes with a quick motion and in thunder breaks peal rolled on peal while heralding the sound at each concussion thrills the solid ground fierce glares coil snake-like round the rocky winds of the red hills or hiss into the glens or thick through heaven like flaming falchions swarm cleaving the teeming cisterns of the storm from which rain torrents searching every gash split by the blast comes sheeting with a dash on yon gray peak from rock and crusted roots the mighty patriarch of the wood upshoots in whose proud spreading tops imperial height the mountain eagle loveth most to light now dimly seen through the tempestuous air his forms seemed harrowed by a mad despair as with his ponderous arms uplifted high he wrestles with the storm and threshes at the sky a swift bolt hurtles through the lurid air another thundering crash the peak is bare huge hurrying fragments all around are cast the wild-winged mad-limbed monsters of the blast the darkness thickens with despairing cry from shattering boughs the rain-drenched parrots fly loose rocks roll rumbling from the mountains round and half the forest strews the smoking ground to the bared crags the blasts now wilder moan and the caves labor with a ghostlier groan wide-ranging torrents down the gorges flow 
swift bearing with them to the vale below those sylvan wrecks that littered late the path of the loud hurricane's all-trampling wrath the storm is past yet booming on afar is heard the rattling of the thunder-car and that low muffled moaning as of grief which follows with the wood-sigh wide and brief the clouds break up the sun's forth bursting rays clothe the wet landscape with a dazzling blaze the birds begin to sing a lively strain and merry echoes ring it o'er again the clustered herd is spreading out to graze through lessening torrents still a hundred ways flash downward and from many a rock ledge a mantling gush comes quick and shining o'er the edge tis evening and the torrent's furious flow runs gentlier now into the lake below o'er all the freshened scene no sound is heard save the short twitter of some busied bird or a faint rustle made amongst the trees by wasting fragments of a broken breeze along the wild and wreck-strewed paths i wind watching earth's happiness with quiet mind and see a beauty all unmarked till now flushing each flowery nook and sunny brow wished peace returning like a bird of calm brings to the wounded world its blessed healing balm on nerveless tuneless lines how sadly ringing rhymes may wasted be while blank verse oft is mere prose madly striving to be poetry while prose that's craggy as a mountain may apollo's sun robe don or hold the wellspring of a fountain bright as that in helicon end of poem this recording is in the public domain